In this episode of Five Tonight Podcast, we're chatting with our friend Fairy Little Peach, Sean. She's an artist and illustrator, and you can find her at Fairy Little Peach. Sean has a massive social media following, both on Instagram and YouTube, where she shows the behind-the-scenes process of her work and living life as an artist. Her work is pretty amazing. It has a signature, playful, colourful and imaginative vibe. In this episode, we chat about how she established herself as an artist, how she found her style, and how social media has played a massive role in building her career. Make sure you guys check her out on social media, at For A Little Peach, and we hope you really enjoyed this episode. You need to eat one. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You're really close. You gotta crunch it. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Mmm. Then I scream into the mic, can't I do? All right. Welcome um, to the Five Tonight podcast. Oh, I thought I was doing the intro. Yeah, okay, you <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to my podcast, Five Two Nine. Uh, I'm here with my guests, Demis and Ben. Uh, thank you for being here. <laughs> <laughs> you, have say the, you have to say the tagline. What's the tagline? Welcome to the Five to Nine podcast, a podcast <laughs> about creators for creatives living the Five to Nine life. Today we've got um, a very special guest. So we've got for a little peach, Sean Dantes. Let's yeah. say your last name. Um, it's pronounced Sean Dantes. Dantes. It's fine. Dunthes. To be honest, whatever. The Dantes. Whatever. Okay. As long as you can Google it. Um. So yeah, Sean. Who Who are you? And what do you do? Um. I'm an illustrator from Sydney. That's all. That's all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How did you become an illustrator? I guess we should mm. we should we should start from the roots. Well, like all of us, I was loved drawing when I was little. I just never stopped. Unlike some people. Well, you could be yeah. Do you? Draw. Oh yeah, true, true, true. You. I got shut down by my parents. They're like, <laughs> this is a nice drawing, but you should do something else. <laughs> I was <laughs> lucky. I never do it again. I was lucky that my parents were pretty supportive. Like whatever I wanted to do, yeah. they would just support me, mm. which is a privilege that I have. So I think once someone shuts you down, that's when you stop. But if you continue to practice, like you can just be amazing. But then, so obviously you were doing art throughout school mm-hmm, and throughout mm-hmm. high school. And, and then did you keep going throughout uni and stuff mm-hmm. like that? So I like geared all of my high school electives to creative subjects. Uh, so like in year 12, you're supposed to do like smart. two major works. I did like four major works <laughs> and three of them were due on the same day. I almost died <laughs> and they were not great. Right. Yeah. So I geared all of my subjects to creative subjects, which helped me when I was doing art and design at uni. So mm-hmm. I studied... At ACU, I studied Bachelor of Visual Art and Design, so okay. half art, heart design. Oh, wow, okay. Um, and then I majored in graphic design for print, but then I went into graphic design for digital. So I started designing websites and apps and uh, at a small agency. Yeah. I Googled you. You worked at an agency for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was great. And obviously, when you were, so you when, when you were working on, at this agency, you were on the side still making your art, or mm-hmm. so like, was, what was happening? I was still making stuff. I was freelancing on and off, but... It wasn't, I didn't have as much pressure to actually have to do client work. Yeah, right. Which is good because now I only really get client work that I want. And I think that's because I was able to develop the stuff that I love to do. I wasn't like, I think when you, when you're working paycheck to paycheck for client work and you're still starting out, it's like really hard to show people who you are as a creative because you're just working to the brief essentially. It's always good to like show yourself first and show your your passions first before, before you kind of do any client work yeah and that's why i think it's like when people ask me like oh, i want to be a freelancer after i finish like uni mm, yeah. i'm like no <laughs> like i'm not saying no but they should definitely get like real world experience they should learn how businesses are run they should learn how to pitch to clients yeah. from other people what agencies expect blah 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 those are all the things i learned when i was working at an agency right what was your role at this agency? i was a digital designer but because it was such a small agency i was also doing like video animation um art direction right. ux yep. i wasn't very good at ux 
I saw their website. There's a there's a video clip of you like pointing at something. Oh really? Yeah, the looking. website's really old. So yeah. Is she yeah. still on their website? Yeah, I looked it up yesterday. It's <laughs> how <laughs> um, so long has it been since you left it? Like ages, like 2014. Oh, wow, it's been five Four years. Times. I think they just haven't updated. They've had a lot of changes since. Like I ended up leaving just because the work that we were gearing towards, like more social media stuff, yeah. is not what I was as interested in. Yeah. Right. And at the same time, I was getting a lot of illustration work and I didn't have time to do it right and so I was just like mm, it's a good time right the perfect time to kind of switch out of it mm-hmm. like me and Demis started I guess not through an agency so we had no idea about any of this kind of stuff so mm-hmm. just trying to wing it mm. but I mean we did work as in did you learn anything from working do you think yeah how to reply to emails and stuff yeah. <laughs> hello yeah. love from Ben uh, well, that's good like timeliness of reply yeah, yeah. you know like being the way you communicate to a client like it's it's always I had a boss who would like he would get angry at me and like call me like hey you spelt this wrong I was like what <laughs> right so now you, you don't you don't oh, get ty- you don't do, do you typos no, I do typos <laughs> I don't um, have it I just seen the ads for it yeah <laughs> like old computers so no uh-huh. <laughs> yeah right okay what did you learn you te- you're still working what do you of- learn as an architect that you can use in your everyday I think just like yeah timeliness of emails and mm. so you're like not like telling your clients that if if it's take if it's gonna take an extra week or something, just tell, keep just them in commu- the loop. yeah, keep them in the loop. Just make sure you communicate mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Just etiquette, um, like, etiquette, yeah. and like, like I don't know. I guess just like deadlines and like working towards a deadline. Yeah, like, that kind of stuff. You you learn a lot. Being when accountable. You're, you're, like, yeah. yeah. I think like if you're a sixteen year old and you become famous and you become freelance. Yeah. You I miss out on all these lessons. I had yeah. something yeah. due last night, like a deadline that was due yesterday for, like, for work. Yeah. And I stayed till eleven PM last night. I was at work till eleven PM last night. But yeah. I mean extended this today so you can sleep in. Nah, as in like I knew that it was sort of happening. So as a, and like so you prepare yourself and yeah. like it's okay. It happens once in a while. It's not it's not like every day, so it's fine. I think that's like something that people don't understand. Not that they're idiots or naive, it's just that you think you want to be the best at illustration, for yeah. example. Yeah. So you're like, okay, I've got to spend all my time drawing. But actually, like, if you continue to do it, you will get better. Yeah. But what you need to seek out is experience in, like, business, experience in, like, how to speak to clients, yeah. how to be accountable and responsible. Yeah, how to present yourself. Yeah, because people like, don't teach you that stuff. Yes. Accounting. Or you could just, like, oh, learn to delegate so... and pay someone, which is what I do because I don't want to do that. <laughs> Accounting sucks. Law stuff, like, lawyers and legal documents. Mm, and I don't really... Like no, I don't really hire lawyers. We just read the contracts closely, yeah. like Chris and I. Okay. So, you have always been kind of part of the internet? And like yeah. you, you love the internet, <laughs> I guess. And I love it. So how did you first start on the internet? Well, back in the day, got a MySpace <laughs> account at 14, which is pretty good. Wow. Got 500 friends, just saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the first time I shared my work online was on Tumblr. Right. I don't know what, when that was. I think it was end of high school. I think why, I was, why did you pick Tumblr? It was just like the blogging the platform yeah, at the time. Yeah, like it, right. was, it was the first visual driven blogging platform with lots of different avenues for different posts. Yeah. Um, and I was just looking for an excuse to like avoid doing HSC work, right. like studying and stuff. I yeah. was just like, what can I procrastinate on today? <laughs> do, yeah. Do, do. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so that was during HSC time. Yeah. Okay. okay. I think you're 11. Okay. I don't know when that was. How old am I? I can't remember. <laughs> I'm like 20. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I got a Tumblr and so I was posting like my film photography. Right. Okay. Cause I, Rocket got me a film camera when we were 16 or can something. We, can we show... Some film, yeah. Yes, some just remind me what to like provide you with. Beep, yeah. boop, boop. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then, um, and then I posted like a couple drawings because obviously I was still drawing. I loved art. 
when I was a little kid, I was like, I want to be an artist when I grow up. And then when I was in high school, I was like, mm, probably not. Right. Probably not like yeah. achievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then now, what? 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How did it happen? It's a Tumblr. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I and then I posted my first drawing, and it got like more likes or more response. Yeah, yeah. Reblogs. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it didn't even get that much, but it was just like I noticed that people were more receptive to it. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll share more of my stuff. And then that really motivated me to continue to share and continue to grow. What sort of art were you making at the time? Just drawings, like not great. I was just kind of emulating like things that I had seen, not copying, but I saw people using watercolor. And so I tried using watercolor. I really, really liked it. Yeah. Have you already been interested in watercolor since the beginning? Or? No. Oh, okay, okay. So when I was like 17, one of my favorite artists at the time was using watercolor. Yeah. And so I was like, oh. I bought some really cheap watercolors that were pretty shit. And then I also <laughs> bought like the worst watercolor paper, but I still use it now for tests. So yeah. it's good because it's like cheap. Yeah, yeah, you can get yeah, like a yeah. hundred sheets for $30. Oh, wow. And okay. so, sometimes when I'm doing paintings, one of my sheets is $30. Oh, okay. That's crazy. Because it's, it's yeah. got to be good quality. Yeah, good quality. Yeah. But for tests, like I don't, it doesn't need to be. So like I was using not great material, but I was just excited to be able to get my like ideas onto paper. Right. And I was excited because it was like something new. Right. So, okay. yeah. so were you doing like because kind of right now you do you do your sketches and then you kind of turn into art or you also do like big work so what sort of what did you start on did you start on like little just things just small illustrations just because right. it was um, affordable and like I was just playing right Yeah. so I, just, I was just exploring the medium I guess like I was really interested in like surreal not surreal I did like surrealism but it was more like I was interested in like dreamy artwork that wasn't like it was kind of fantasy but right. I don't really like that word because it makes me seem like a weird teenage girl <laughs> in her room drawing like unicorns or yeah, something, yeah. which I don't right. love that. I don't want to seem like that, okay. you know? Okay. But yeah, I think fantasy is a good way to describe what I was doing. Okay. So you kept going and you kept posting on Tumblr mm-hmm. and then you kind of blew up a little bit. Yeah. I, guess, I remember like I did this, I was watching Lord of the Rings <laughs> and I was like painting at the same time and I drew this like galaxy jar. Have you seen it? It was ages ago. It's, it's fine. Be here. Yeah, it'll be here. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, I just remember that got put on the radar or something. What that was that like mean? that's like on top of everyone. Oh. Every single user sees it, and it was on yeah. there for like three weeks. That's someone told me later. They're like, I remember when that was on the. So radar. you didn't know it was happening. No. Oh wow. Okay. I just got like a. I don't even know if it was that many. I just went to work and then I came back and I was like, oh, new followers, cool. Right. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I like it's it's exciting to have more people look at your work, but I've never been like. <gasps> chasing yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah i mean yeah. it's nice obviously but it's more like i'd rather have less people that are super keen on my mm. work than lots of people that are just like mm. i think that's a lesson for everyone i guess like follow account is not you don't you don't need to go chasing no. it like you should be thinking about making good work and yeah. producing good stuff before you the followers will come yeah if you have good work we get this yeah. question a lot like how do i grow followers and yeah like, and it's ask, always focus on the work yeah. people ask for like shout outs but like what's what's the point you know yeah like, i don't like it when they do that because it's like you you will find your audience like you don't want you don't need my audience yes. maybe my audience isn't right for you yeah, exactly. imagine like a bunch of people come to my page like and it happens when someone shares your work like yeah. a bunch of new people come and they're not really they don't know who you are so they're not fully invested whereas if someone discovers you on their own yeah 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 it's, it's that like feeling oh of my discovery gosh yeah and you get more attached to them yeah like, you don't you don't want people to get sent over just because someone told you to no yeah, yeah, yeah. and like and like when i discover someone new i just want to share their work with everyone yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like you i want that excited, i want excited people feeling. to feel that excitement f- for me i don't want to buy my followers or i don't want to yeah. force someone to be like hey can you shout me out yeah yeah it's I not nice yeah. it's really superficial as well like they'll turn on you and like leave you yeah. at the drop of a dime pretty much yeah cause... and i don't mind that either like if i lose a lot of followers but it means that everyone that is 
like my in my audience online is like really into what I'm doing, yep. really understands what I'm doing. I yeah. would love that. Yeah. More. Okay. So from Tumblr, yeah, you kept posting and you kept growing, yeah. and then sort of the platform slowed down. I in a way. I don't oh, think it slowed down when I of, I oh, also got an Instagram because right. I got an Instagram yeah. and like. I don't remember, but I was yeah. posting like photos of like my miso soup. That was like one of my first photos. I just remember posting. I was like, <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, why did I post, post that? Yeah. We used to do that. Like, I posted my first photos of my feet, yeah. my shoes, yeah. front of my shoes. Yeah. Oh, post, like, you know how it stuff. does like um, old posts? It shows oh, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a photo of the ocean, like, and it wasn't even nice. It was just like, why would I post that? Yeah. You're so sharing weird. your daily life. My like, very first post on Instagram was at a. A teppanyaki restaurant this mm. chef was cooking yeah and there was this fire oh cool and then lucy took the shot i didn't even take the shot oh and did you, you blow up <laughs> <gasps> i'm telling you yeah, i'm telling yeah, everyone yeah. demis is a fraud <laughs> that's my very first photo it's not on there anymore but the very first one i posted Cute. was lucy took it and yeah. then I, was like, oh, I like this photo i'm just gonna post it Cute. all demis's photos are by his wife <laughs> that's when you're like chilling like when you're at the beginning of when you find what you're what you love and a new platform you're just like figuring it out yeah, yeah. what do you want to share here like what who do you want to be yeah. How did you sort of make that transition to Instagram and YouTube? I was already on YouTube just for the sake of like on Tumblr at, at the time you had to have, you had to embed it with a YouTube link oh. or something, or it was really, it was really slow to load when you upload it straight oh, okay. to Tumblr. Yeah, 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 so yeah. what I would do is I just upload like painting videos oh. and put them onto Tumblr that way. Right. So I had, YouTube. I've had YouTube for a long time, but it wasn't until like two years ago that I started posting YouTube content yeah, for yeah, YouTube. Yeah. I think when I moved from Tumblr, I had like 30,000 followers on Tumblr. Yeah. I was excited because I think Instagram's a better platform for me because it's yeah. so simple. It's so visually in your driven. Face. And it's always in everyone's palms. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I really, really liked it as a platform. Like it was simple. It was just like, at the time it was just photo and caption. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. There's a reason why it took off like past the other platforms so there was Flickr, tumblr and all those kind of yeah. platforms and they were pretty okay they were good for like communities and stuff but instagram was a lot easier i think instagram yeah. was the one of the first like big mobile driven apps like because tumblr yeah. and Flickr were all websites yeah yeah, yeah. so like true. the transition yeah. from mobile you yeah. everyone's on it and it's like oh it's so easy you just scroll and you're agreed just like, it was chronological back then so it's like it's simple Good i don't days. see that much difference i feel like yeah i don't see much difference at all yeah, yeah. it's just like meh. yeah it's the algo people you, complain yeah. about it I just how does it work it. Yeah. i don't care <laughs> yeah just put out good work yeah that's exactly the, that's the key here and then yeah. if like when all that when that infrastructure changes if you're just focused on the good work and not the numbers and all that stuff yeah. you're still gonna be fine yeah. yeah you're gonna be satisfied and happy yeah not, you don't need to like scramble for anything yeah. just like focus on doing you yeah yeah like if you figure out the algorithm and it works for you for a while they'll change it and then you're screwed again so yeah. yeah. But then you don't want to just put all your eggs into one basket. Mm. Like you have multiple platforms, platforms. I guess. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're a good example of multiple platforms. But I didn't mean to. Like when I was posting on YouTube, I was just like, la la la, this is fun. Yeah. And then I, I don't know what happened. I think YouTube might have put me as like a creator on the rise or something, oh. which is when they put it on. I don't know what happened, but suddenly I had like 30,000 new subs. I had oh. like 5,000 <laughs> subs. I showed you the video, remember? The one of you drawing Just chill it. Me and Rocket went to <laughs> Botanical <laughs> Gardens like drawing and it somehow like got lots of views. I don't know why. I think right. it was just because it was... I don't really know why still. Okay. But then it just started to grow. Now it just like grows quite steadily. I just try and focus on... Like I don't make a lot of videos yeah. and I'm not consistent. <laughs> like I'm really inconsistent. Sorry, everyone. But... Um, you make at least one a month. 
Yeah, I make one a month. Yeah. And I feel like if I didn't have my Squarespace sponsorship, yeah. I, I am making one a month. Because like, I have... Contraction. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so if I didn't have that, I would probably be even worse. Yeah. Because... But I guess it's a good thing that you have... Exactly. Yeah. It drives me to do it's it. Like, like I, I love ways. doing it, but as soon as there's... Like, my priority is always what's next for work. Yeah, yeah. So if it's not work, it gets pushed down, unfortunately. Like, I have to learn to, like, have a better work-life balance. Yeah. That's what normal. Was the it's good in lots of different ways because obviously you get paid by Squarespace and you create, you yeah. get like the constant, co- constant yeah. um, videos coming so out. So what you're saying is your audience should be thankful for Squarespace. Yeah. <laughs> Click the link. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no. I feel like I feel like this relationship I have with Squarespace is like my favorite. It's how I want my business to be. I want it to be companies paying me to make the content that's interesting for my audience. Yes. So basically, I don't have to change anything about my vlogs, but yeah, yeah, they're yeah. just... Spon- it's like a patron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know? cool. That's cool. I've been using Squarespace for like 10 years. Yeah. Did you use my code? Uh, I've given out your code, actually. For oh, people who I'm are like... So they're, they're asking what like uh, platform they should use. Oh, and that's like, nice. Use Squarespace and then just use her code. Oh, thanks, Ben. <laughs> the, that's so nice. Yeah, they don't pay me, but I really like the kind of platform. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. No, but I loved it way before they start, They contacted yeah, me. Yeah, like, so. when they emailed us, Chris was like, OMFG, <laughs> we have to do this. I was yeah, like, yeah. oh my God. I was so excited. Because right. I was I, I was like a big fan for like four years. Yeah, like, yeah. I was using them for four years and then we got the email. It makes it so much work. easier to take on brand deals when like that. They love yeah, yeah. when you love them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. How did you grow on Instagram? Like as in like, what was the push to, for you to grow on Instagram? Was there a moment or you just grow no, steadily? No, I've had like, I, I've grown quite steadily. Because you, you weren't part of the suggested user list no, or something. No, I didn't even like, know that existed. Yeah, because I mean a lot of us grew that way. Yeah, you guys have been talking yeah. about that on the podcast, but I didn't know that existed. I feel like I've existed outside of yeah. this whole like, like I don't get invited I to like the Instagram parties and all this stuff and I'm just like, what's going on? <laughs> I'm just <laughs> like there time. just doing my thing and like people are like, hi, I'm like, hey, and that's it. No, but it's, I think it's a good thing. I think you, because of that, your audience is much more loyal and they come for you rather than you know well i hope so i don't know how i found you like i'm not like, how did we, no, we might have met through adobe how did we meet we met at adobe uh make it was that the very first time we that's met? A, well that's the first time i remember well, you guys maybe we i was before. following you before that i think really sure. i don't know how i found you though i think we've, i've been following you before adobe wow so like. nice well i only followed you after because i didn't know you existed before <laughs> yeah thanks sorry <laughs> I didn't know about the suggested user list, so how could I have found you? <laughs> yeah, 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 fine. <laughs> but yeah, I think like in terms of growing on Instagram, it was mainly just like trying to share what I was doing, let people in on the process, because a lot of people don't understand how creative stuff is made. Yeah. Like, and they just want to be feeling a part of it is almost like doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to share the process and also like give a part of myself to my audience not like really consciously it's just naturally what i do but it makes them feel like they know you and i like that i like feeling like like i like to describe it it really feels like i'm like in a secret art club on the internet (laughs) it's like my corner of the internet like it feels separate because it's not like a lot of negativity yeah yeah, yeah. whereas i see a lot of other people getting a lot of negativity yeah so i feel so like blessed i feel like after like a few episodes of this podcast already like people already starting to get to know us a little bit more which is kind of cool that's the plan oh my gosh yes this is why i'm so excited because like obviously i follow i know you in real life and i follow you on instagram and stuff but it's it's like a limited platform and how you can be comfortable in front of your audience Mm. even on stories like you have to hold it you know you're on camera yeah whereas this we kind of forget what's happening and we're just talking because we're friends yeah so seeing you guys like be your true selves (laughs) is so cute like because you you both have like good sense of humor and demis can be really savage it's so funny and i just wish everyone knew about it it's so funny i love it 
Like there was like at the start, like you were you were talking about like how you got your usernames, and and then Demis was like, "You're not even Japanese." <laughs> and then you said something as well. I can't remember what it was in the last episode, but I just found it so funny. I just love it. No, it's good. It's good that we can like share and and be ourselves. Yeah, okay. I feel like your audience will feel a lot closer to you after doing this for mm. a while. Yeah, it's been good. I think the response has been really cool to see. Do you feel like you're getting more comfy? I think so. I forget it's there. Yeah. Like, even when I'm editing, like, I look at the sound waves and stuff because I have to cut all the ums yeah. and ums. Mm-hmm. I just forget it's there. I mean, it's probably good we don't have a monitor because then otherwise I'd just be like... Yeah. Don't even it's half an hour. Yeah, yeah. That means we only have one and a half hours left. <laughs> Is it recording? Yeah, you're good. Guys, comment below if you want longer episodes. <laughs> and if you want this to be released as, like, a director's cut. There's going to be no comments. <laughs> <laughs> comment now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I followed you because I'm not an illustrator, I'm a photographer. So, like, my interest in, like, your kind of genre stuff is quite limited. Yeah. So, I followed you because I like the way you shared your work. Actually, I feel like that's the reason I follow you for the same reason. Because I don't really like really urban-y photography. Like, it's always quite heavy. Yeah, yeah. I think what I liked about your guys' work is the honesty that you have in, like, your process. Yeah. And also how willing you are to let people in in the community that you want to create. Yeah, yeah. Not that I think your work's shit. Like, I think your work <laughs> is quite good. But I mean, like, I wouldn't really... Like, if I didn't know you, I may not follow you because it's not what inspires me most. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. inspires me most is illustration. Yeah. That's fine. I think you're allowed to not like certain kind of things. It's like, it's it's art. But yeah, really I just depends. love that you're so open. Cause I, I like that see... you're open. Like, you're pretty good on all your social media and you put your brand out there a lot, right? Mm-hmm. But how do you balance that with your art? People want to see more photos of you and then... Oh, yeah. That kind of... That's so annoying because, like, over. when I post a photo... No, it's, like, it's so annoying. Like, it's a great problem to have. Like, yeah, yeah, thank yeah, yeah. you. But this but, is because of YouTube, right? As in, like, because you kind of grew on YouTube, people are more invested in you. But even before that, like, oh, right. even when I post too. a photo of myself, it gets way... It might just be because photos of people get more yeah. engagement or something, but, but like, it's easy to us. get so many... <laughs> really? Yeah, Why? I, look at this mug. <laughs> Don't say that! <laughs> if, we, if we post a photo of ourselves, it doesn't do as well as our photos. Okay. Okay, well, for me, if I post a photo, it automatically gets way more engagement. Yeah, right. And for a long time, it annoyed me. And so I would refuse, I refused to post photos of myself for a long time. Because I think I was insecure. Like, do people like me for my work or yeah. for who I am? Yeah. Or for my personality or for my face or whatever. Right. Because, like, when I'm older, like, I can't rely <laughs> on that. When I'm not cute anymore, no one will like me anymore if that's the case. Your personality is very strong and you're, it's good. Thanks. It's, yeah. it's like, it, it, sh- it shines. Like, you know when I was showing... <laughs> I was showing Eric the video, and Which I was one? Show, um, the color video. And oh I was just, yeah. He literally pressed play. I, he literally pressed play, and <laughs> yeah, he goes, yeah. "Wow, this girl has a personality." <laughs> you said like one word. Yeah, you, you <laughs> literally <laughs> said like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he knew straight away. Oh, it was that's like, nice. It's sh- it's cool to see that like you you shine through like the lens and that's through the nice. camera. I mean, like I don't want my who I am and my work to be separate. Yeah, yeah. I really like that I have a close relationship with my audience. I just for a long time I think I was insecure because. I was like, do I want to be an artist? I don't feel like an artist. I definitely feel like a commercial yeah. artist, aka illustrator. Because mm-hmm. there's like in the fine art world, it's pretty cutthroat. And I think for a long time, I was like, well, I don't want to like section myself off from that by showing too much of my face all the time. I don't know. I just had this insecurity, but now I just literally don't care. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be a part of like a community that is so cutthroat that it senses people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how, it's yeah, a how balance. Did you, how sure. did you overcome that? Like, as in, so I how did that, you realize that? Okay, it's a really good thing to show myself and my art together. But then you pulled it back I enough to so your art. I think I of... always was doing that. But then I was sharing a studio with this guy, and he was like, "We were talking about like art history. Like, I can't remember. It was might have been about abstract art." And he was just like, 
how do you know like so why did you you know so much about this why did you choose to be an illustrator and not an artist yeah. i was like oh i didn't know there was a difference oh. and that like really i was just like oh my god what's the difference yeah so like i get it now but i feel way more comfortable calling myself an illustrator and i prefer il- illustration as an industry over fine art anyway right so i think it just took me to be like it doesn't matter like it's what i prefer mm. like i want to make work that fits into this genre i don't really want to make serious art not that fine art has to be serious but it i feel like my work is a bit too playful and silly or it would take a really long time or it it may not even happen if i was doing fine art and i don't really want to just force myself to be something just to fit into an industry yeah 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 i want to know um when was the realization that you thought that you know this could be what you do for your for life like what you what this is what you do for a living and like when when you've always been an artist but yeah when did you actually realize that's this is viable. Yeah. Well, I think it was a lot easier for me because, as I said, my family's really supportive. Mm. Also, like, I'm quite pl- privileged that I wasn't, like... I didn't grow up, like, super poor, so I didn't have to, like, all my paychecks... You know, some kids, yeah. like, they have to pay for their rent as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have to do that. So I had the privilege of exploring that avenue. Yeah. And also, um, I have creative people in my family. So yeah. I knew that it was... And my oldest is a fine artist. Oh, right. So I knew that I could pursue that as a career. But... In terms of like, how did I know that I could actually yep. make it mm. maybe, or like at least make a living from it? Yeah. I don't know. I wanted to be a designer. Like I loved illustration, but I was like really excited about design. Yeah. And the reason that I started doing illustration was just circumstantial at the time. It, I still loved it. Yeah. And I wanted to try to be freelance, but I was happy being in the design industry. Right. What was your first paid gig or like paid the first thing i did gig. with a brand your first freelance gig you, you did when yourself. I, like yeah. just at the end of high Mission, school oh just like, at the end of the high school yeah so <laughs> with general pants uh, oh, they wow. did they were like so my friend jack too he's a do you know him he's like a videographer he photographer sounds really familiar you probably know his work he okay. runs like a video uh production studio i think okay anyway so he like he was working with general pants doing some photography and stuff his work was on like their gift cards some of their campaigns and he went to like they needed a live artist for this Halloween event, and he was like, "You should cho- you should check out Sean." And we had just met off the internet, like we went on Tumblr, <laughs> uh, and we just chilled. We just went to lunch or whatever, right? Which is like why the internet's so cool. Yeah. Um, but then yeah, they just like hired me to do that, and then after that, I got like twelve other jobs from them. Initially, it was like wow. I got paid with gift cards, like for the first job, and <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Sick, I love general Look at all my clothes. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, yeah, walking down the street. <laughs> um, but then after that it was like paid work and it was I did like a mural at their head office I don't know if it's still there it might still be there and yeah that was really cool for me because I was just like a, like a teenager like end of teenagehood wow it started really early there yeah, yeah like... and like I, I was like I think I'm quite good at just being like hello I like to work <laughs> I would like more jobs yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know maybe it's how I was raised they didn't teach me boundaries or something <laughs> but at the same time as that I was on MySpace yep. back then. And there was like this band that I really like called Never Shout Never. Okay. I emailed, I was like, I want to make album artwork. Because that was my first yeah. taste of design that I loved. Going through like album covers and stuff and CDs design and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was like the first piece of design that I realized like, oh, that someone made this. Like yep. I yeah. really want to do this. I went onto his MySpace account and I found <laughs> every email account that was on there. Yeah. And I just emailed me like, hi. <laughs> it's really embarrassing. It's like... Here's all my work, and it's like several thousand links to all these Tumblr <laughs> things. It was so bad. Like, get a portfolio. Do not do what I do. Right. One of them emailed back it was his manager and was like, 
I really like the look of your work. Very impressed. How about we do a test project? And he like got me to design him a tattoo. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then after that, he gave me jobs with smaller bands that he managed. And right. in the end, I got to do some like, not album art, but more the inside covers and yeah. stuff. It was just like a dream come true for me. Because like oh, wow. my 14-year-old self was like, <gasps> oh my God, I'm working for Never Shine Ever. So amazing. Wow. Okay. So like reaching out and like, reaching like out. the initiative. Like, yeah. Because I never reach out. That's Those like, are the only, that's the only time I reached out. Oh. And your fame kind of like brought everything in. Or I think like once you do it, let's, yeah, there's yeah. like a knock-on effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like another time, like there's stuff that you can will to happen. Like I didn't mean to do this, but it happened because I just put it out there. Yeah. Can I tell another story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's all late... about story time here. <laughs> story time with me. Yeah. There was like, there's this band that I loved growing up called Kiss Chasey. Have you heard yeah, of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Okay, so... <laughs> They're great. You should listen to them. <laughs> okay. um, basically, they were having like... It was like... I saw they were having their farewell tour. I was like so heartbroken. They're Aussie, like, right? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I was obsessed. Like we would like... Did we, you cry? No, I didn't uh, cry. But I was just like... So... I was like... I hate when things end. And I hate yeah, saying yeah. goodbye. So when something like that happens, I'm like... No! No! Just stay around. Just like wither away. Like I don't want you to end. Um, so I saw... So I bought tickets for my friend. And I made a post. I had just done like an illustration of a bear head or something. Like, um, I think it was, like, on Illustrator. Right. And then I put it up, and I was just talking about how, like, I'm so sad that Kiss Chasey, like, their album artwork for, like, United Paper People was one of the first that was, I was like, that's an artwork. Yeah. I want to make stuff like that. That It made me, like, obsessed with design, right. in a way. So it was really sad, because it was, like, a formative thing for me. And so I just was, like, I made, like, a, a post, and I was like, wah, 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 blah. <laughs> I don't know if I tagged them or what, but apparently, like, some of them followed me. But they said, like, we would you want to do some merch designs for our farewell tour? And that was, like, <laughs> such a dream come true. <laughs> That's sick. Oh, and then, like, people there, they, like, bought all my shirts. Like, the shirt was at the stand. And, like, people were wearing the shirts. Oh, my God, it was so nice. <laughs> so, you were, like, still in high school at no, the no, time? No, no, this after? was later. This uh, was, like... But okay. this is another example of just, like, put it... Like, yeah, not being afraid to there. say what you want. Yes. You don't yes. have to be, like, hey, give me some work. Yeah. You can just be, like... I would like to do this. And then, like, someone may see yeah. it and also, may allow you to do it. You, you should also wait for them to come to you and pay you like mm. if you really like something let's say for example you love sneakers yeah. right as an example then you just start shooting your own sneakers yeah and then potentially one day a sneaker brand might reach out to you because you've been shooting all these sneakers yeah stuff. and so it's, like, it's not just like doing it just to get paid it's also like people don't know what you're capable of if you don't show them yeah like if i want to pursue a new art style i need to do it first yeah. before someone can be like oh she can do wallpaper yeah. or she can do commercial illustration like that's the reason why working for general pants was so amazing because other brands saw that one like oh she's capable of sticking to deadlines and working with companies that are like quite large yeah, yeah, yeah. so general pants they paid you in gift cards and over time they started well, just the first well. job was with gift cards. The second one, I think, was money and gift cards. And then it was just, like, money. Okay. okay. But then, like... Yeah, I don't remember when I started working there. But it was, like, a series of 12 jobs. Like, it was a lot of work. Yeah. And then, I guess, from there, how did you figure out, like, how much you charge? I'm not saying, like, you should give out no, the that's numbers. Okay. Just, like, just to... like As a process. Like, oh, as a process, I have right. another story. Go So, when I was a youth and I was on Tumblr... <laughs> was I would, like... I would, like, do paintings and I'd sell them for, like, really cheap on the internet. Just because, yeah. like, I was, like, doing my own thing on the internet. I don't know what I was Someone doing. Someone wants to buy it as well. Like, yeah, I was, like, 20 bucks, anyone, for this painting. And, like, I would get them to send me cash in the mail. <laughs> Why would I do that? Oh, my God, get an online store. Um, so, yeah, that was bad. But my mom, like, found what, my Tumblr so account. it happened? So people were sending yeah, me cash yeah, in the mail. Yeah, exactly. Oh, right. Like, 20 bucks. Is was... my daughter selling drugs? <laughs> I didn't really care about it because I had, like, a part-time job at a pizzeria. So right. I was, like... 
got my pizza money, got my pizza. This is like some side, yeah, side <laughs> twenty bucks. Place. Yeah, so good, right? Oh. Waitressing. <laughs> um, but then my mom found out that, like, my mom found my tumble and she saw I was like selling my work for twenty dollars. She's like, Sean you need to start selling your work for more money because it's going to oh, be really... Wow. And I was like, I don't care about being rich. I don't care about money. I just want to be happy. And she was like, honey, you can have both. I was yeah. like... Oh. I was like, oh my God, I can get paid and do what I love. I yeah. never thought about that. And then I just started charging more money. A thousand bucks a piece for like... A, a billion dollars. Worth. But it's just like, just realizing that you don't have to... Comp- like, you don't have to bring the price down mm. just because you love what you do yeah, yeah. You sh- it's still the same amount of work in fact you should get paid more because you have the passion to do it people have yeah. that guilt that they're enjoying what they're doing and they think they should put it out there yeah. for like, cheap and stuff it's yeah. silly because it's like so much when you care about something it's so much harder to do it for work because you don't stop thinking about it yeah yeah yeah. that's true mm. you... I always have this problem with like my print store because it's what? I feel like it's quite expensive the prices photography of prints are hard it's, it's a hard, hard photography is hard to market yeah. because a lot of people obviously sell it for much cheaper and also people see it on the internet for free so they're like why do i have to buy it yeah, yeah. but in my mind it's like i did a lot of work to get this shot yeah. and to edit it and then i need to go to the print store i'm sending it myself yes. it's a lot of work have you talked about that to uh, get people to understand the value of printed work no no yeah you well, should yes, we should because sometimes like for example rocker will probably talk about this when he's on the podcast right if he's still gonna come on <laughs> he will. Um, <laughs> but like when people question him about his prices he's like well here's what you're paying for you're paying for my years of experience yeah. you're paying for my gear what about my adobe creative cloud membership what yeah, about insurance. this what about this yeah, 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 like yeah. all this stuff that they don't think about yeah. do you want someone to come to your wedding and do a bad job like that's the the, the photo is the most important part yeah that's yeah. the only thing they're gonna have from that day do yeah, they want to yeah, yeah. Shitty photo, or should they spend the money on the actual photos? That is the only thing they're going to see yeah. for the yes. rest of their lives. Yes, yes, yes. So it's like you just have to educate people on why it's valuable. I guess people think that it's just something on the wall that it's a luxury to have. So but art pro- yeah, it's is a art. luxury. Exactly, exactly. So if you're already thinking of buying a print, then it's you're already thinking of getting a luxury anyways. Yeah, I mean, um, like it's different because art is like if you love a piece, every time you walk past it, you're going to feel like so happy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, can you put a price on happiness? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> worth a billion dollars. I had a cousin who wanted to buy prints for their lounge room. Yeah. And I was like, I'll just do it for costs, like yeah. your family and stuff. They're like, no, I want to pay. Yeah. It's like, it's a piece of art and they want to feel like they own it and stuff. Yeah. And they don't want me to just give it to them. So yeah. they paid for it. I haven't done it yet. Oh, you still haven't done it yet. Okay. <laughs> I've been busy. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but it's also like when someone feels attached to the creative, they want to also help them yeah, yeah, to yeah. continue doing yeah. what they love, which is amazing. So yeah. I think that's another reason it's a good idea to to introduce your audience to you as a person and not yeah. just your work. I've been getting a few sales here and there. And when they story it arriving in frame. Oh, it's, it's so it's, nice. It feels it's so, so cool. Yeah. It's so cool to see that your work is in someone's house. And yeah. Stuff. Like, it's Have cool. you seen that Venn diagram? Like, you know, the three circles? Oh, like, you go. is it like people that ask for prints, people that... Wait. It's by, I think it's by Adam J. Kurtz, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Wait, let's look ago. it up. Let's get it. Oh, right. So it's like, make this a print, people who buy prints, and then it's two people maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. true. Like, yeah. so that I, well, how do you print? Do you print to order? Ah, uh, print to order. I think yeah. that's a good way to do it. Yeah. And I have a shop that I go to in the city that's pretty close to my office, and they're yeah. really nice. Like, I send them the file, I come in and I sign it, Yeah. and then they ship it for me. So it's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. I think good if process. I'm going to do it, I'm only going to open the store for like a few weeks a year. And if yeah. people want it, then... You could do limited edition. I've seen people do limited edition by time. Yeah. So yeah. they're only selling this print for 24 hours. Like instead of being like, I have a hundred of these prints. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm only selling these for 24 hours. And then whoever gets it in the 24 how, hours and that's it. How yeah. do you decide which one to put up? Because like I have a lot of photos and like... Yeah. When I ask people what they want, it's like everyone wants a single different photo. Yeah. 
Well, I have a lot of different levels of work, so I would only ever make a print of finished artwork. Uh. So I share a lot of sketches, I share a lot of work in progress, videos, blah, 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 but I do very few finished paintings. Haven't you done, like, zines where it's, like, your sketchbook? Yeah, that's true. But that's different because it's, like... I see prints as being like a harder uh, purchase yeah, for people yeah. to get because yeah, it's yeah. It, more expensive. They have limited smaller. wall space. Whereas yeah, a yeah. zine, I could buy like a fa- when I go to zine <laughs> fairs, I spend hundreds of dollars. Right. <laughs> it's not great. How What's much great is a for zine? me? Like ten dollars, okay. <laughs> or like sometimes twenty. Yeah. The topic we're talking about is like, how did you be confident yes. enough to? charge x your store stuff and like client work as well so we, like, we have problems of like how, how much should i charge for what they're asking for we don't know like yeah. we didn't yeah. come from an agency we don't know the fees and like yeah. at the start we were charging way too little uh-huh. we weren't charging enough to cover like all the fees of like yeah. insurance and that, that kind of stuff yeah. So yeah we're just so excited to do it and we did it and then as we started to learn all these like costs and stuff yeah then we started building up and me and this guy bounced off each other yeah and like that's how we learned how to through pick our prices. Pretty rough. Yeah, Pretty through rough community. Kind of to learn. Yeah. I don't really know. I think it, it's also demand. Like, I just raise my price. When I get too much work, I yeah. just raise my prices. It was easier at the start to say no to things because the the work wasn't as interesting. Yeah. yeah. And the clients weren't willing to pay as much. But now, like, I need to do another reassessment because the clients are willing to pay and it's really interesting jobs. So I'm just saying yes to everything. I'm, ha- I'm going to have a mental breakdown. <laughs> right. I think because I had a job also at an agency, I was just like this much, yeah. and then I would just test like how high I could yeah, go. Yeah, sort yeah. of what we did as well. Like we just kind of like yeah. experimented and not tested that I'm and... trying to charge more than I'm worth, yes, but yes, yes. what it's worth to me is the most important part. Yeah. And if I'm getting enough work, like why shouldn't I charge as yeah. much as I want? For me, the answer is is always for like... client work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For personal work, there's obviously like for prints and zines, there's obviously a level of how much people pay for those items. Yes, and yeah. I'm not, I don't want to swindle my audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want them to have pieces of me that they yeah, can have a, at home. Yeah, there's a balance of like yeah. how much they're willing to pay and like me wanting to have my art in people's homes. Yeah. Yeah, so. I risk printing a lot of stuff enough for people, like interesting personal projects yeah. that's funded by my commercial work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I charge enough in my commercial so they have room to play yeah, with yeah, my yeah. personal yeah. work. Yeah. I always say like, always ask yourself, like, would you be comfortable doing this job for this? If not, then raise it. Mm-hmm. Like, just think about it and like, yeah. if, if $500 is enough, then do it. For you, then yeah. do it. If, you, if not, just keep pushing that number up until you, you're happy and comfortable yeah. doing that job. And it's also good to have like an idea of how much you charge for certain types of work before you get any yeah. sort of briefs across your desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also keeping in mind like non-monetary value for yeah. work. So for when I was starting out, working with General Prance for gift cards yes. was way more valuable than yeah. working for money. Yes. Because I wanted that brand named. I was so stoked to work with a huge company and then it allowed other companies to see that I was capable yeah. of doing that. Mm-hmm. So the monetary value there was an investment of my time and not... The value there was an investment of my time and not like, oh, here's a water yeah. cash. We were, yeah. we were talking about how we started off like Adidas we just did it for free shoes and stuff like that back see in episode day. 4 episode, yeah that was back in episode 4 <laughs> are we YouTubing properly I don't know <laughs> I don't know don't ask me which, I'm not an expert which corner is it on uh, there should, yeah there you go <laughs> But then I think also if you charge too cheap, then you're not going to be happy doing the work because then you're like, no. oh no, this is so cheap. What am I doing? And then if, yeah. you're, if, you, if you're charging too expensive, you put so much pressure on yourself. Yeah. Like that kind of, so you've got to find the right balance, I think. I like, think that's the difference between a hobbyist and a professional. Like hobbyists will charge low because they love to do it and they think that they that should limit them. Value, yeah. But then that doesn't allow you to have time to develop and you yeah. just get stuck in doing commissions and work that you don't love. Like commissions are not fun. Yeah, I don't yeah. do commissions. I haven't done commissions for so long. Yeah. Just because I realized like doing other people's ideas or like I wanted to make my own work. I can make money other ways. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think in the end, people are happier with me making my own work than strangers' ideas. Does yeah. that make sense? They give yeah. you like a brief and you just have to follow it. And 
It becomes work. You can say no, but it's like it's hard to say no when you're living from job to job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whereas if you're kind of going for like larger jobs and using that money to fund your personal projects, like that's like okay. I feel like a lot of people think that doing work with larger companies is selling out. Yeah. yeah. But like what's more lame? Like not being able to do what you love forever, yeah, yeah. like yeah, 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 or yeah, yeah, yeah. getting paid enough so that you can f- do this forever. I have a friend so it's who sustainable. He's, he's very kind of like uh, hesitant to look like he's selling out. Who cares what people? Yeah, think? yeah, but like that, it kind of. I think if you make a lot of money doing this kind of stuff, right, it buys you options. Like mm. that's what yeah. money is to me. Buys you but, options to keep. But doing in general, what you like, do. don't worry about what people think. Like, if people are gonna judge you for getting paid for what you love, that's really weird. Yeah. yeah. There and also, a, like, if they have a, a problem kind of... with it, that's fine. Like, they don't have to consume the content that you're making, but it's like, I want to be able to save and still be able to buy a house. Yeah, or, yeah. like, I want to be able to fund the projects that I want, which aren't going to make money. Mm, yeah. The work that I say yes to for commercial stuff is always stuff that I'm willing to do. Like, yeah, I'm happy yeah, yeah. to do it. It's with companies I love, with stuff where I can make interesting content and stuff that hopefully is valuable to my audience yeah. aside. Like, for me, it's like we say a no to a lot of people. Yeah. Like it goes to Chris before it t- even comes to me. So Chris knows the kind of work that we I want. Talk, chat about Chris's role. Yeah. Uh, the infamous keep... Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, Chris. How did you meet Chris and how did you begin this relationship? So who's Chris first? Chris begin? is my producer. He's yeah. your producer. Okay. Yes. And so the way that I met him was another story of me just being like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> just off the street, man. So like he was running, he was helping to run the Tate Galley, which is above the Toxteth Hotel. Yeah. Where's that? Um, in Glebe. Okay, okay. Um, at the time, and there was like, a, and he was also doing this other space, like the Standard Hotel or something. I can't remember. He it's does like, a lot of things. Yeah, he does a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, but he basically there was a call out for someone who like, if anyone wanted to like help do murals in this space, I was like, I can do it. I was like, hello, here's my work, blah blah blah. And he was like, I don't know if your work's like right for this job, but you should have a show at the Tate. I was like, okay. And then in my head, I was like, that was just a nice way of saying no. La la la. <laughs> carry on with my life. And then he was like, a week later, he was like, no, seriously, you should have a show at the Tate. I think your work will be great for it. I'm like, okay. And so I like put together a solo show. Mm-hmm. Um, this was like in the second year of uni or something. I did that, and then later he offered me a studio space in that. Like, so the there was a gallery and there was all these studio spaces, yeah. lots of artists, and he offered me a studio space. And so oh, he's wow. been like really instrumental in my art career. Right. Like, I'm really thankful that I ever crossed paths with Chris. Like, he's amazing. Yeah. Um. And then later when I was working in an agency, we were just friends yeah. at this stage. I was just like, Chris, I can't do this. Like, I all I have time for is emails. I can just get home and all I can do is emails. I have no time for anything else. And he's like, I'll do your emails. I was like, cool. And he was running galleries. <laughs> so he's like, he's in touch with like the, the art community yeah, here in right. Sydney. He knows where to manufacture everything. If I want to make something, he knows how to do it. Yeah. Oh, wow. And like, he's very stern. So we're a good team when we go into meetings. He, he like remembers all the stuff we need to ask. I just go in and be myself. And be like, la, la, la. And then he's like, blah, blah, blah. And he's kind of like, he's kind of like scary looking. He has lots of tattoos and stuff. So he's like, so no one wants to mess with him as yeah, well. Yeah. So it's really good. It's like a really good balance. Right. Because I think if I went in by myself, people would be, think that I'm a pushover. I'm not a pushover, but like they would, they yeah. would assume yeah. that I am. Yeah. So I'm up to the bit where he's my producer now. So then he started working with me and run, running my store because I also didn't have time to do all mm-hmm. the runs to post runs and stuff. Right. So he, now he basically runs my store and does all my client work, comes to my meetings with me, helps me look over contracts, stuff like that. But I think another good reason... Wait, did I, I already told you this, right? That article I read about how like people don't listen to women. Uh, like clients like, give been women trouble. This, you can okay, so I read this article where... I don't know what happened, but the these two producers' emails signatures switched. Yeah. One was a male and one was a female. Yeah. 
And suddenly the female's life got a lot easier. <laughs> and the, ma- the man was like, why are all these clients being so annoying now? Yeah, yeah. And it was purely because like people think that they can get more like yeah yeah like yeah you know what i mean so like i was it's good to have a man like that's doing my emails because he can demand something and people less frequently would will oh, say a man no under so, like, your... so people see me i'm like light and bubbly yeah and i'm a woman i'm not saying everyone's like i can get away with whatever with a woman but it's yeah. just like <laughs> it's, if it there's happens. a man there's yeah. like an sensible authority for people that feel that way. Yeah. And so they're not going to try and push. Like, Chris doesn't like to bargain. Right. Yeah. So if someone is trying to bargain with us, he's like, no. <laughs> right. Or if they're like, oh, actually, we wanted this many stories. He's like, well, that's the same price for each story. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Exactly. He's very stern. Yeah. Because when I get into business stuff, I get, I can feel myself getting more and more serious. Mm. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like that's pe- how people become adults and people crumble yeah. and become soulless. <laughs> wow. Not that Chris is soulless, but he can handle it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't affect him skill. as much. Yeah, he can turn yeah. it on and off. So I think it's like a really good thing for me to have. Does he uh, work with any other artists? At the, at the start, he had like an artist management agency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the end, like it might not have been right for this those artists because obviously I pay Chris a percentage yeah, yeah. of the work that he works on. Yeah. Um, so maybe like artists that weren't bringing in as much money couldn't afford that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Um, or it just wasn't the right structure for them. Yeah, I've, been, I've been talking about trying to potentially get like help. I recommend it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I wanted to Chris want to help us? <laughs> Ask him, maybe. I mean, he's got a lot on his plate at the moment. You know, he runs so many businesses. That's a good tip, though, of like changing. Because I know people who their accounting kind of email, they have like a, a persona. Like oh. Bill at, at Billing. So then Imagine Chris isn't mean. real. Yeah, yeah. Oh. He's a lie. I've never you. seen him before. I'm have running all the businesses. Have you met him? You've never met him before. Never. Yeah. I'll introduce you if he's at uh, the thing. Okay. okay. Is he real? He's real, I uh, think. Unless it's an imaginary friend. But if, if you create like an email, say like um, John at Billing.com yeah. and you can just ask for money and be more blunt about it. Whereas yeah. like if it's me asking like, hey, yeah, you know, that's true. I've different. never thought about that before. Hey, but speak yeah. to your time. Like you can just like, oh, speak to my agent. Like you just push it to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that and is it, one of the smaller yeah. benefits. I feel like the best benefit is not having to deal with emails because yeah. it really like gets in the, anything yeah, that yeah. gets in the way of the, like anything that isn't the thing that I have to do creatively. Yeah. I just delegate. Yeah, that's good. Because I don't want to do it's, emails. I don't want to do my accounting. Yeah. Because that's, I feel like that's what we need. You should do yeah, it because yeah. we do. Like you just have to find the right time. person because like yeah. not everyone knows someone like Chris. Like Chris is like one in a million. Yeah, right. You need to trust them because like yeah. they essentially speak on your behalf. Yeah, There's, or um, you could get an agent, but like. Do you talk to Chris about like strategy and like what things you should be doing, what things you shouldn't be doing, like that kind of stuff as well? Or? We do have like we do have weeklies. Yeah, yeah. So we used to do weekly meetings. Now it's sometimes like email weeklies. <laughs> yeah. But I just talk about like okay, here's the stuff I want you to do. Here's the stuff I'm doing this week. What do you need me to do? Yeah. And, and then if he he will like let me know like he's always straight up yeah. with me if he yeah. doesn't think something's right he won't do it if he thinks i'm charging too much he'll tell me if he he'll thinks i'm not something. charging enough he'll tell me yeah, right. so it's like another ear also to yeah. just bounce business stuff off of yeah yeah um there's not much strategy it's more just like oh what jobs do i have and what do i want to do you do so many things i've seen like you just came back from the us and like yeah. how do you manage doing so many different things and like i don't I does it stress like, you out? Yes. Like, oh my god, I'm so stressed. Does it affect your work? And yeah, have I haven't done personal work for a long time. Yeah. Because I've just had so many cool stuff come up. Yeah, you were t- talking to me at, on the weekend yeah. about how like, oh, I'm doing so much spawn stuff. Yeah, and Instagram. it worries me because like, it's it's I try and space out spawn stuff because yeah. it's always projects I want to do. <laughs> like, it's I never do something I don't want to do. Yeah. But sometimes it like gets to the point where the posting times yeah. overlap, and yeah. so I've been doing like quite a lot, and I feel like I hope my audience doesn't think i'm turning into an advertising page yeah, like yeah, everything yeah, yeah. is a project that i love and want to work on and believe in yeah but it could because i use the paid partnership thing because i think it's the most yeah. ethical yes. way to show that you're working with a company yeah 
I, I worry that people think I'm just like not doing personal work because like CBS, yeah, it's yeah, more yeah. just like, that's exciting to me. Like client work is always exciting to me. Yeah. I still need to like pull back. I need to now reassess like what my standards are and stuff so that I can say no to more stuff. But I never thought about like looking at social media like that way. What do you so mean? Me, you like, you're very you thoughtful about how you kind of put stuff out. So when we went on that first kind of uh, Adobe Max trip in Las Vegas, yeah. yeah, just hearing you talk about these kind of things in that kind of way, it was like, oh, I don't shit. really even remember what I said. Yeah, you probably don't. But what, like, what did she say? Just her way of thinking of like thinking to space out sponsored posts and like uh, I, I never gave that much thought. It's not. Like, it's oh, not right. even like I want to space out these. It's like I just don't want to do too much yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. like very my thoughtful about my it. audience is there for my personal work. Yeah. And like, it is advertising, even if it's something that I'm willing to do or a company that I love, it's still something that they haven't opted into, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, I'm lucky that my corner of the internet is so positive that when I do do spawn, they're like, get that coin, sis. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so cute. Yeah. In the end, my audience being there and being there to see my work is so important yeah. to me yeah. because I've been sharing the entire time I've been working mm. on illustration. Yeah when I've been serious about it, it feels only finished when like I get feedback from my audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's like my work is created for myself, but also so that other people can feel it. Yeah. So if, if they're not there to do that, that would be pretty shit. Like I'd yeah. rather just get a day job and do illustration on the side. Yeah. If yeah, that's yeah, yeah, the yeah. trade off, you yeah. know? Yeah. How do you feel about like changing styles and like ch- changing mediums, that kind of stuff. So like obviously your audience isn't used to that kind of stuff. Yeah. So how do you transition different styles and different mediums how do you transition your own style yeah i like i'm very big on like if i need to change i'll do it but you still have to think about introducing it to your audience in a specific way because you know like say like a camera brand is bringing out a new model of things of course they're like five models ahead but they have to like introduce the audience to it because remember when digital first came out kodak's like digital and everyone's like no and then they got rejected and then now they're like not really around yeah yeah. because they didn't introduce it slowly in a way that was palatable oh and also when i first did digital i was like i'm doing digital guys because like wacom wanted to work with me And then people were like, ew, digital art, I hate that. Because I was only doing watercolors. I was yeah. like, oh my God. So yeah, you have yeah, to like, for your own sake and for theirs, process your it. new, like, so figure out your new style yourself, process it. And when it's ready and it still fits within the universe of your work, then you can show it to them. So I was yeah. working on my character stuff like six months before I even like showed yeah, anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like for me now to this, at this point in time, I think my Photoshop work and like the more surreal stuff yeah. does much better. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm just talking about engagement, but like, like people res- are more receptive to that yeah. kind of stuff. Whereas if I go back and like, just post a photo that I like, just like straight up photo edited. You shouldn't you know. let that kind yeah, of I know. dictate. I'm not, I'm not dictating. Is. I'm just saying like, yeah. people, you notice. I, I noticed that people yeah. are more receptive to, Yeah. I, I'm saying I'm still going to post what I like, Yeah. but people don't receive it the, the yeah. same way as other things. But remember, so it might not be like your pre-existing audience might love it. It's just maybe there's new people coming in because yep. the surreal stuff is like, wow. Yeah, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. I've never seen that before. Yeah, yeah. So it might not be like your audience is like more receptive. That might be like you're getting more new people because of, I need to sneeze. <laughs> Can I zoom in your head? Like bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Oh, bless you. Bless you. One more. Oh, oh. Excuse me. I think recently I've like I, I was featured on Photoshop and stuff like that. So I think like all this new audience came who love Photoshop stuff. And so I think it's it's a little bit different. I, yeah. yeah. I have a, a like a term I came up with. Tell it's me. called like insta pushing. So like What's that? 
You post, uh, yes, yeah, you get used to push. I've never heard of this perspective out of it. Ben's keeping it from yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I've never heard of Insta pushing before. <laughs> yeah, well, like, you post one photo and it doesn't do that well, then you post another like type of photo. So you, like you post landscape and then you post a city shot mm. yeah. and the city shot does really well. Yep. And then you start doing more city shots and like eventually you get pushed in one direction. Yeah. Oh, I get that. that. I mean, That's, it's not it's not about like doing what people love, but it's about like understanding what people are receptive to. Yes. Because if you're creating like people that are like, I only create work for myself. I'm like, then why do you share it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that like, why too. do you share it at all yeah. if it's just for you? But I guess that's sort of how people get big on Instagram these days because they see that oh this drone shot does so well I'm going to keep doing it's drone shots forever it's a slippery slope though oh that's like, bad yeah. yeah because if you're like oh I'm going to do this because it's great like you know what you should do okay here's my rule <laughs> Go on. my rule is that I allow trends to affect the way that I present my work but I don't allow trends to affect the work I'm making Yeah. so I find that like flat lays do really like when yeah, I first yeah, moved yeah. to Instagram I was more inspired by lifestyle influencers and food influencers yeah. mm. or like bloggers by or whatever by the way they present their work because yes. they were doing flat lays yeah. and like a lot of illustrators weren't doing that yeah. but it tells like a, a whole new story it's like what's the scale of the work yes. what did I use to make the yes. work yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. how big is it in relation to a hand you know what I mean yeah. so it has all this other information like I allow it to affect my work in that way but not allow it to affect the work I'm making and yeah. stuff yeah. admire you guys for putting so much effort into like all these of ways to network events, yeah, yeah because I'd never done it you, like that First Instamig, you came out. Yeah, I, I went to like yours, right? Oh, yeah. I was just yeah. like, what is this? And I was like, there's so many people. Yeah. Yeah, you came with Rocket. And then I lost you. And it's then we fine. Went to the I was pub. with Matt. And then we went to, I think I had to go to the toilet. So I just left. Slept <laughs> bomb. I was like, gotta go. I'm busting. <laughs> Follow trends to get a sense of how people want to consume your work. Yep. But don't allow it to affect the actual work you're making. That makes okay. sense. Don't be Insta push. Yeah. So you're like, Insta push. And I'm like, don't do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's okay. Instagram and like other social media, it's, it's a good way to get feedback really yeah. quickly. Yeah. It's a good way to, to, find... Sh- to find out what your audience is liking and not liking, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, you shouldn't be driven by your no. audience. Because sometimes you just need to be a tastemaker. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you need to have the vision and then people will follow later. Yeah. If you really yeah. want to change your stuff up, your current audience may not like it. Yeah. And then you have to find a new audience. Sometimes I'm like, oh man, this is not really my style, but I really like it. Yeah. And sometimes it does really well. Like yeah. you never know. Yeah. Um, and other times it doesn't do so well. But like it's point of experimenting and like finding out who you are as an artist yeah. and what you want to make. And it might just be a matter of you not storytelling well. Yeah. If you change your style, you need yeah. to let people understand how you got there. Otherwise they're going to be like, huh? This yeah. is a new person. Like, we always look for content a lot. Like, sometimes we run out of content and we go back into our archives and find new things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and so that's, that's sort of what we do to, like, yeah. get more content. Yeah. So we look at what we, where we've been in the past and try to make new content Yeah, from because that. obviously if you want to make new content, you have to go out and shoot it. Whereas yes. I'm just like... Yeah. Yeah. Whatever's in my mind today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So whereas we just look at our old files and see... W- what you can make out what, of it. What I can make out of it or, like, what edit just, or what, what do we miss? Like, sometimes new stuff... Sometimes not when you so look much at, for me, like you Photoshop and stuff. Whereas yeah. like, but sometimes I just go back your and old look stuff, at old photos. you don't realize they were good until yeah. now. Yeah, sometimes you find gems. Yeah. yeah, diamonds in the rough. Yeah, yeah. So then, like, lately I've been doing more of that because I haven't been shooting as much. Yeah. So I'm always like thinking, I don't know, is my audience gonna think I'm weird because I'm like posting LA, Tokyo, see, like it's like everywhere. It's not. Oh, like, do they? How do they feel? I think it's been okay. People don't know where I am. It's fine. Yeah, but I think also <laughs> because I find that engagement's been a little bit down because the likes have gone like you know the mm. likes have disappeared mm. I feel like that in general just has made people like stuff less interesting just like in I general I wonder why Nate says that he doesn't he's like how will I know what to like how will I know what's popular I'm like huh 
Oh, because he... So okay, he, right. like, bases some of his likes off of what other people like, but also... He it's bases a psychological his, He yeah. bases what he... Because he runs a company, not his own uh, personal yeah, yeah. work. Yeah, it's important. So he needs to know what's, what people like. That's a good point. That's but, a good point. Yeah, but I... I yeah, whatever. I mean, it's yeah. just engagement, right? Yeah, I know. Like, peop- like people f- already following us anyway, so it's yeah. like... They should... Yeah. It's, it's, I, know, I agree, it's I just, just wanted engagement. to see it, and, like, I just want some people to, re- like, resonate with it. Go back to like how you can just like as an illustrator you can just put whatever's in your mind onto the paper. Whereas we have to go and like we can only shoot a certain thing or something. Yeah. Mm. So how do you find inspiration? Do you like mm. do you when you see people's work does it like stick in your mind? I was. Mm, it's not really that. Like the way that other people's work inspires me is kind of like they're making cool stuff. I want to make cool yeah. stuff. It motivates me more than inspires me. Sometimes it inspires me to try new mediums and stuff, but I usually find inspiration in the world around me a lot of my work is like its own world but it's based on the world my own experiences Mm. so like my favorite way like i posted a sketch today and basically i was just saying my favorite way to learn to draw something new is to go out and draw it in real life and then simplify it into the style yeah the trees yeah Yeah. so i don't know it's hard to say do you look at other people's work for inspiration not not actively so like if i get inspired by someone cool but i'm not like Time for inspo, time to yeah, scroll yeah, through. Fine. Like, I really don't like doing that. I right. feel like true inspiration strikes unexpectedly. Yeah. Like, you can seek stuff that can motivate you, but true inspiration is, like, it comes in the shower or, like, comes, like, yeah. in a random... Mm, like, mm. the best ideas, like, yeah. the ones that you should pursue are, like, random. Like, they're, like, a amalgamation of all your different experiences, like, and they're just, like, squished together in yeah. your brain or my something. My plane in the forest thing came in the shower. Really? Oh, my God. <laughs> my book came in the shower. <laughs> Showers are the best. Yeah, let's shower more. Just turn the shower and just sit there. Our skin is like raw, but like I didn't have raw any ideas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that plane in the forest idea, I was like, hmm, what if I combine that together? And then I just came out of shower and started doing it. Oh my god, it. so good. Imagine yeah. if you didn't do it. Yeah. I imagine always think about that. <laughs> imagine if I, I would stink. I always think like, imagine I didn't do this. Like I've been doing this lately where I just ask for stuff. Yeah. Like if a client wants to do something and they have a budget in mind, I just ask for more money. Mm. And it's just like, they say yes, like, because then no one's going to offer their best price. Yeah. And you could do it like, if you want a project, just ask for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't ask for it, no one's going to know you want to do it. Mm. So they have won't give pitched, it to you. Have you ever pitched? Nah. Like, pitch do you mean like and... free pitches? Like, oh, you're competing against other people for work. Uh, oh, no. Cold emails. You have a, no, like you have an idea and you just like... Mm. Oh, so just randomly cold. pitch an idea to a client. Yeah. I find that really hard to do because... It's... You need pitch yeah. decks and... And we were saying that like, oh, clients probably... Them... Yeah. Clients already have a budget and already have a vision. So, like, if you just randomly pitch something, like, it might just, you know, it might go nowhere. I like to pitch within projects. So, like, when a client comes to me with a brief, I want it to be something that really is so interesting to my audience or, like, so interesting. Like, I want to give it another level of intrigue. So, I'm like, okay, we can do this. Like, what is your, what do they want to achieve? And here's how I would do it. So, I I offer them another idea and usually they'll take it because it's great. It's like, I understand myself. I understand my my work. And I'm used to working in agencies, so I kind of understand, like, where they're coming from as well. Yeah. But I guess... If the work is for them, then they sort of have a little bit more control. But if it's for you, then yeah. you can sort of... But if you that. don't ask, you definitely yeah, won't yeah, get what course. you want. How often do you do work that's like not for your audience or like they don't the need Sydney you to share The Sydney Water stuff. stuff. Well, I mean, I shared the Sydney Water stuff, but that was for their social. Are there ever at times where like you don't want to share? Like you, you're obviously the client's happy with it. I don't you... accept work I don't want to do. Okay, okay. So if there's something that's that I wouldn't want to do, I just say no. Because I mean, I'm in a very privileged position where I'm getting enough well-paid work yeah. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. say no to everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have multiple streams of income. So I'm not only relying on client work or Spawn or yeah, my yeah, book yeah. 
or my store. Yep. So if one of those, if I need to put one of those on the back burner to stay true to what I want to do, mm. I will do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. But lesson. that's but that is a place of privilege. Like not ever like saying like, why would you do work you don't want to do? Like I understand the hustle. I yeah. when I started, I was saying yes to more stuff that yeah. I was like, oh, like I was more unhappy with the outcome of some of my work. Yeah. yeah. But now it's like I if I'm confident that I can make something great that I love, that my audience loves, and that the client will love, yeah. I will do it. I think it's good because I mean the last few weeks I've been telling Ben that like I feel like sort of because we started photography through Instagram and social media mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I feel like the last few weeks or maybe a few months, um, like social media work and influencer work has declined. Oh. I feel like, That's, I feel like spending, is there a, is there a recession? Back, uh, I don't know. Influencer recession. <laughs> I've had a lot of contracts for yeah. the rest of the year, so I haven't felt that yet, but yeah, maybe yeah, I'll yeah, feel, yeah. that's kind of scary. Cause I do worry, like I'm doing really well this year, but I don't have enough time for yeah. personal work. Right. So, but then there's still that thing in the back of mind. It's like, well, I have to earn money because what if next year no one wants to pay me? That's, that's like a that's freelancer fear. Freelancer fear. <laughs> that's how I feel kind of right now. Just come up with a freelancer so you're fear. okay because you have a job as well. Yeah. So I guess like kind of like at the beginning of this year, I was doing okay and I was yeah. happy and I was like, this is really cool. I'm doing lots of working on lots of projects, yeah. lots of jobs. And then now I'm like, am I able to just like quit or not? Or like, it's sort of making me question it because yeah. the social media you, stuff you is You should write it out then. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's why I'm. Oh, that's why I'm still here. I'm yeah. still doing it. We, we deal with this like, as a freelancer, you, it's always a constant fear. Yeah. yeah. Like, How many streams of income do you have? Well, right now you? it's probably like I don't. I don't you reach your, out. Right. You have architecture. Yeah. You have your spawn. Yeah, but spawn's not coming Prince. very often. Princeton spawn was like reliable for a while, but like. But the thing is, like, you're ever... not. If you had to push it, you could. I think so. I think if I, if, if I, if you reached out, you yes. could probably get it. You yes. just have to remind people you exist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What about like, you? I don't. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. It's like a horror movie. What yeah. about you? <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? Sorry. Like, well, how many streams of income do you have? Like, how do you make? How do you live as a freelancer? You don't day have to, to say. Oh, like, no, like, so... You don't have to say how much you earn, but like, what do you earn money from? The majority these days is like commercial kind of work. Yeah. So I don't even share it. That stuff, but then I also get like little things on the side. Yeah. Like yeah, but then like, I guess during those... like I had contracts last year and, so, and it's sort of right now there isn't one. Yeah. And so that's why I'm sort of a little bit wary. It's like, mm, like, what do I do? Everyone like, has that though. Yeah. It's For me, like this year it hasn't been so much, but the previous years, like winters were not great for me. I don't know why I think people want to spend money yeah. in summer. Winter is coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but... I don't think you should worry about it. I think there's always an ebb and flow. And you know what? Maybe you should use this as an opportunity to yeah. reassess your work. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, how definitely. you want to change it and stuff while there's like a down. Definitely. There are quiet periods. It just yeah, happens. Quiet so. periods. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I think I've had quiet periods in the past, but it's like right now because of all this change on Instagram and because of, because Instagram. Oh, there's I'm a lot of changes. Well, okay. Yeah. Um, you weren't thinking about these changes when you were full time, but now that you're like kind of thinking of your part time mm-hmm. now, but also thinking of trying to go full time. Yeah. Five to nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five to nine. But then now you're starting to see like all the kind of, it's yeah. always been there though. There's like quiet yeah. periods and like, I think people who are new to freelance when there's a quiet period, they panic and they're like, oh shit, like is this what I should be doing? Should I go back yeah. to? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, hopefully you've only gone freelance because you're getting enough work and you have savings. Like, you know what I mean? I wouldn't recommend going freelance if you don't because you're screwed. Like, do you want to eat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also when when invoices aren't paid on time. Uh, Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much, so many variables when you're freelancing. Like, the landscape is forever changing. Your clients are always changing. Like, the rules are always changing. So it's like, you have to be willing to adapt and you have to have, like, a backup. Yeah. If you have down What's the longest period you've had to deal with uh, of a client not paying or like paying you late oh my mine are pretty good a lot of them are like agencies so they're yeah. pretty on top of it mm. 
Some of them I don't, we haven't had to chase dude, much, and if we do, Chris pay, chases them. I still haven't got to pay for my Japan gig. Oh, because <laughs> put them on blast. Who are they? No, nah, I'm just it's because um, they need certain documents to be able to release the money from Japan. Oh, and You're the Australian government's not hasn't given me the documents yet, so it's like yeah, lots of stuff. But like yeah, that's been since January. Yeah, I've never. I don't. I'm quite lucky. I haven't had that experience. I don't know. I've never. Who do you work with that does that? Okay, not who, but like what kind of company? Well, like, is it a they're, small they're, company, single person? Big. Usually they're big. Oh, they're companies. big and they're not because paying you? They're like, payment wise, for me, it's been pretty good. The, the big ones, like, they have a lot of, like, you have to get into the system. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it takes a month. Oh, they have a special, like, invoicing system? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I and know Squarespace like, does that, but I don't have to do it. Right. There's, back to it, like, I think have a lot of money saved up. Mm because yeah. you, they might take forever to pay you and like you need to eat yeah I think also like for me I'm sort of feeling a little bit pressure because I want to buy a house I want to do all this stuff and like it's adult thing yeah being, yeah. so <laughs> like that stuff makes me think can yeah. I do this full time can I quit architecture can like, I yeah, it, you're it lucky that you have another you have another job that you love mm, though mm, because mm. like if someone doesn't like the job is it really worth buying a house to be unhappy forever yeah, like yeah, you I know agree. what I mean I agree or do you want to try and really propel yourself through stuff that you love? Like, obviously, we are all coming from a place of privilege because to freelance is to not be, like, to be quite privileged. Yes, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah. But also, I mean, the last few weeks and months, I feel like my brain hasn't been in architecture. Like, yeah. as in, like, I feel like also... <laughs> Should be saying this? No, I mean, like, I think... Yeah. It, also, because, you know, we're starting this podcast. Yeah. I'm trying yeah, to start YouTube. I'm like, I'm getting excited from different things. Yeah. Which is good. But obviously, at the moment, there's no like reward yet. But no, I, you just but have to keep pushing. Be. Yeah, you have to keep pushing it and see it's, how we go. It's fun. Yeah, it's been fun. You get to get people like you on. I get to Thanks. take a day like... off work every week just to talk Woo, to friends. to do more work. Like, should you be relaxing? <laughs> this guy. No, this is my poor relaxing. Just Yay. chatting, chatting, chatting. You know. I kind of want to ask you. Obviously, like people see the cool stuff, and like people mm-hmm. see, you know, Sean doing such amazing work. <laughs> so, is there any part where like? the stressful time tell us like, the real things yeah, like, oh like, I share that stuff yeah, um, yeah. so you so the reason I started my studio vlogs is because I wanted to give like a well rounded view of what an illustrator does mm, yeah. so a lot of people see illustration as like oh they get to draw all day and that's what I tell kids because I want them to pursue yeah, yeah. illustration if they want to yeah. but actually like there's all this business side there's meetings there's contracts there's like pitches there's co- concepting like going through client work there's having breakdowns yeah, because yeah. like you're, you're overbooking yourself and, yeah. stuff. and I show that stuff like I've cried on like not, I'm not I don't sit down set up and go <laughs> but I'm like I feel myself to call Rocket to tell him what I'm doing like just kind yeah, of yeah, remembering yeah, yeah. what to capture yeah. and like mid-conversation I'm just like almost bursting into tears yeah, and right. I'm always like should I put this in is it too raw like I don't want like there has to be a fine balance between something that's palatable and something yeah. that's real yeah. so when I have like I usually put it in because I like don't really have any shame yeah. I don't know but then people really appreciate it because yeah. like they are having the same struggles on like a small scale in the way that it's like they are less far into their career yeah, than yeah. I am, but they're seeing that even I'm having those struggles. Yeah, it's, it's normal. Like, oh Ooh. yeah, I try and show that stuff. And you choose your platform. You don't want to do it in a way that people are like, yeah. ooh, what the frig? Like they don't come to Instagram for like real, you know? Yeah, on LinkedIn, Always. you're like, no, That's why I'm saying they just see us posting photos and they yeah. think that our life is so cool and like we- But you're you know, honest about like your process. And they like, still don't know. Like I was on a trip for a client with Matt and yeah. uh, we were on a trip and everyone else was paying, but we were there for work. Yeah. And they're like, when they found out we were there for work, they're like, oh, you're getting paid. We have to pay for this. And like, you get no, to do things we're doing. I mean, a lot like, of people are like, oh, freelance life. But there's all these things like you have to do your invoices. You're, you have to do your accounting. You have to pay your own taxes. You yeah. have to pay your own salary. And you have to like deal with clients. You have to deal with difficult clients. Like mm. you have to deal with like the stress of being creative, which is like a, the very blurred line between being on and off work. Yeah. yeah. 
you have to deal with like so much and you can't turn off all the time and because you care so much you don't really want to turn off which is yeah. really unhealthy yeah, yeah, yeah. why well, wonder how do you separate like you I work and I live at home yeah like, so basically okay here's my house this is my bedroom and then this is my studio <laughs> yeah, and so i'm like to do a roll out of bed in my pajamas or naked and then in my studio like some people put on work clothes I know, like sometimes if I feel unmotivated, I'll like, <laughs> I'll be like, time to put on clothes so I feel like a human. But yeah, I don't know. The balance is hard. I'm getting better. Like yeah. I used to be really, like I used to be really bad at seeing. I'm like, I don't think I'm a workaholic. I just think I like prioritize work above everything else. Yeah. Like it's my relationship and work, but I never prioritized friends before. Yeah. But I think in the last few years, I've just not prioritized it, but relaxed a little bit on the work. Like they don't need it all now. Like yeah, yeah, the yeah. clients don't need me to work all night. And I was young, so I was able to do that. But yeah. I can see my body taking a toll, like my mind, it's taking a toll on me. Yeah. So like hanging out with you guys yeah, or like... Been, I feel like we've been hanging out a lot yeah. more lately. It's really we'll see fun. see you again like, yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, yeah, that'll be fun. So like, like making... Sh- games now. Yeah, like, finding... Yeah, yeah. yeah, balance is hard, but you just have to like... I mean, I'm not there where I want to be in yeah. terms of balance, but I, you just have to actively pursue it. it ha- it's like, it has to be a priority for you. Do Otherwise... You, do you stop work at a certain time and like... Not do you, really. Do you break? I just know that, like, you can only really have, like, I, I heard you can only work productively for four hours. Right. Like, really productively yeah, yeah, before yeah, you start focusing. getting distracted. Yeah. So, I like to, like, I or we joined a gym, me and Rocket joined a gym. Mm-hmm. We don't go that much anymore, but there was a point where we were going, like, every day. So, it was a really nice way to break up the day. Yeah. So, I could do, like, four hours of work, go to the gym, gym. and reset. Yeah. yeah. Do it again. Yeah. Do, like, a really long day. Yeah. How do you Oh, how separate? do I t- Yeah. Like- yeah. I'm still figuring that out. I find it difficult. I don't have like work days. Yeah. I have my top, like I'm like ruled by to-do lists. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. to-do lists are my life. So right now, are you really busy with client work all the time or like do you? Yeah. Right. I've had very little time. Like extending my trip in New York was my little like yeah, 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 yeah. no other, no client work. But still I was doing, I had to send stuff, you and know. And what happens when like you're, you're on a bit of downtime? Like when there's no client work, do you think of your own personal projects or do you chill out do you relax depends how much time there is but like a good amount of time like what would you it depends like right now I don't have that luxury (laughs) not that it's like it's it's actually a luxury to be able to have that problem of being like I have too much work but it's like I don't have a big space of time like I will be starting my second book soon and I have two contracts for the rest of the year so every month I'm producing content for the rest of the year plus my book which is like grueling like the book last time Zoom gave me creative block I've told you right like it was like six months of not working because I felt so bad like I didn't like I sat there I really wanted to work but I couldn't like I had nothing to think I couldn't think of anything I didn't want to and it made me feel really sad how did you get out of creative block so getting out of creative block i think is all about like stepping away from what you're doing you yeah. need like breathing space between yeah. what even if you love what you do you can't do it all the time yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. like exhaust yourself of inspiration and expect to still be inspired yeah. yeah you have to like go out into the world and experience things again so you have something to say yeah so i think for me first of all it was like talk like being a part of a community and talking about it yeah, yeah. so i had lunch with my friend frida chu who's like an oh, illustrator yeah, know you know frida yeah, yeah. frida yeah, so I basically, we had lunch. We just had like a big lunch talking about, because we both like children's publishing. Yeah, yeah. So we brought out all our favorite <laughs> kids' books and we sat there for like four hours talking about children's books. Yeah. But I was, I knew that she went through a massive style change. I was telling her how I was experiencing creative block and I was really scared. And she was like, I went through it. I didn't draw for six months. And I yeah. was like, oh, you didn't draw for six months and you were fine. Yeah. You're great now. Like you're producing all this amazing work. So I was like, it's okay that I haven't drawn for like yeah. two months. Yeah. And so I kind of let go the the added pressure yeah, yeah. of like, it's what I love. Like, am I not fit to be an illustrator? In that six month time, were you 
out of social media? Like, did you post stuff? I didn't, did... I didn't post much because I had been out of the habit of do, sharing stuff yeah. because my book, I couldn't share anything uh... about it and it was the only thing I was doing. So you I were just... kind of off social media for like yeah. six months. I just put so much pressure on myself. I right. didn't have anything to post because I couldn't. And then I had a trip booked to London with my friend, which was just kind of like circumstantial yeah, that yeah. it was in that time. Mm. But going to London, being out, like I was out of my studio. I couldn't work on yep. things at, at home. Yep. And like Instagram stories had just come out and I had just, you know how I do like circles and swirls yes. and stuff? Yeah. I had just created, like on that trip, I created that visual language, like uh, just for fun. I was like drawing faces on things. Yep. And so when I came back, I was like, wow. Like that was really refreshing because it was play. Yeah, yeah, yeah It yeah, wasn't yeah. work and it wasn't like me, like why am I working, like being down on myself. It was like, lol, this building could have like a face on it. Oh my yeah, God, yeah, everything yeah. can be alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. like it then started that intriguing avenue for oh, me. So you haven't been doing that as in like that was when you started drawing faces on things. Yeah, but that was 20, that, that was 2016 or something. I thought you've always been 2016. doing 2016. I remember your trip to London. Yeah, I remember that too. Yeah. Time is going so fast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I agree. Like, having breaks is really good. Like, yeah. I, I find that I put a lot of pressure on myself to constantly be pumping work yeah. on Instagram. And, like, sometimes it's like, oh, what do I post for tomorrow? And I'm just, like, struggling hard. Yeah. I've been taking breaks. I didn't yeah, post but, yesterday. But then, like, you good should job. just, like, <laughs> relax, watch movies, like, watch TV shows, yeah. go out with friends. And it's like, yeah. I think, they, yeah. like, the general audience who, like, are learning these kind of things, they yeah. need to know that uh, creative blocks and kind of inspiration... Comes comes away from yeah. I think yeah. create a block shouldn't be something that just comes. I think you need to maintain stuff. Uh, you... Like, I think you can have downtime. You can yeah, be like, yeah, I don't yeah. feel like drawing today, but create a block where you're burnt out. You need to avoid uh, that shit. It's not, not, not good. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. and I think that an easy way to do it is to realize that taking downtime is like an important part of the creative yeah. process because a lot of people are like, I have to keep working. Otherwise it'll be irrelevant. It's like, do you want to take a break this weekend for the every every weekend or yeah. do you want to actually not be able to work for six months and be depressed yeah, yeah. choose yeah. because it's going to be the same amount of time yeah. you're taking out but one is going to be way more detrimental than yeah. the other the last like six or so months i've i used to post every day like seven days a week yeah but the last like six seven months i've posted only four or five times a week so like just having that two to three day Breathing break space. it's been quite good yeah it's good for like your relationship it's good of for course. oh my gosh yeah like, i didn't even well. like i mean <laughs> yeah. rock and i like attached to the hip yeah so it's like <laughs> We still get a lot of time together. This week he's busy that like he's working every day like a normal yeah, yeah. nine to five or wouldn't. Yeah. I'm like, meh, I'm sad. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> like there's this like, there's, I'm once I was filming a vlog and I heard the door open but it was just like the guy next door yeah, yeah. and I was like, <gasps> and then like, it walked in, I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, okay. Should we do some Q&A? Yeah, yeah, sure. So yesterday we asked you guys to ask some questions. Bashan? All right. Um, uh, uh, Ismail.com Chumun asks, should you try different art styles or do you think it's better to stick with your own? I don't think art style is like, I have an art style now. It's like art, finding your style will be a continuous progression. Mm. Like I will be hopefully evolving for the rest of my life. Yeah. So it's like you should always be exploring and trying to find new ways of expressing yourself yeah. and not being afraid to be like, well, this isn't my style. I don't care about that. But also like, don't be like, I need to find a style. Yeah. Just do stuff. Make I think, stuff. I think, it's the same, like it. I think it's the same with photography. Just post what... Or create what makes you happy. Yeah. yeah. Because like, people will feel the joy. I don't want to be known as the, the guy that shoots black and white photos and like forever I have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Because I mean, I, I'm kind of known for Photoshop and CD stuff, but I also like to go, shoot nature and I also like to... Shoot portraits. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't mind it. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always a good fun. You don't want to let a perceived style limit yeah. you. Mm, mm. Uh, MeganGilbert.creative. What's your favorite project you've worked on so far in your career that you can talk about? I love, obviously, my book. Yep. It was a really hard process. 
it's just such an interesting thing for me. It's so different. It's like people can consume my work without knowing who I am. Yeah. And also I can like, I've reached an audience that I love most, which is kids. Yeah. So that's definitely a favorite. And You've always wanted to make a kid's book, right? Yeah. yeah since yeah. I was like, I told my mom when I was four, I, was like, I want to write and draw my own books. <laughs> yeah. And then now I have. That's so good. weird. And you go to schools and read them. And oh my God. Yeah. Kids. kids are scary. <laughs> kids are scary to talk in front of because they're like no empathy for adults. Yeah. 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 I think it, I thought it would be the opposite way. Like you're talking, you're giving a keynote. That'd be more scary. Like to a keynote to press and like mm-hmm. adults and stuff. But like, if you, you're you just kids. have to approach the kids in the right way because the, when I first started, I was trying to be like, here's all how you make a kid's book. Yeah. Not, not really professional, but I was all, first of all nervous. So I wasn't really myself. Yeah. And then I was talking about how to make a kid's book like in technical terms. Yeah, like yeah. here's storyboard. Like, yeah. And my audience was younger than I expected because <laughs> they said, I was getting this audience yeah. but I was actually getting a really young yeah, yeah, like yeah. pre-k oh wow and this one kid halfway through is like this is too long and I was like ah <laughs> I was like oh my god I'm so boring I ruined that like whole day and so now when I went with kids I'm like hey guys you just have to like be like the yeah, people yeah, they yeah. see on TV yeah. it's just different your personality would do better than yeah, yeah. yeah. because yeah. when I'm nervous I can't I'm be my eight. true self yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's like hard yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, have, you, have you always been good with kids and stuff? Like, Yeah, I love kids because yeah. I feel like I'm still a child. Yeah, 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 Not in a creepy, like, forever Peter Pan way, <laughs> but, like, in the way that I find it really easy to access my childlike wonder, Mm-mm-mm. which is, I think, why people are drawn to my work as well. Yeah. So, yeah, kids are great. Yeah, I got one. Yeah. Yep. Out of D-Rex. Yeah, I'll put it here. Okay. How was it working with Demis and was it weird oh. working in different mediums? That's a good question. Mm, I've drawn on photos before. But I hadn't collaborated and drawn on photos before. So that was... It yeah. was like, I was really scared at the start that we would have problems. Like, we would not... Not that we wouldn't have be friends, but like, I don't want any conflict Do between us. No, I don't. <laughs> like, I don't at all. It was actually a really positive experience. Yeah. Like, I, all the collaborations I've done have either been really separate or have been really horrible. Yeah. So the separate ones were just people on Tumblr or the internet yeah, yeah. that I've been like, let's collaborate. The horrible ones were like uni where you're forced to be oh, with someone. Oh, they're the worst. Yeah. But being with someone that whose work you actually admire, yeah. like who you respect... And who hopefully respects me, like hopefully respects <laughs> me do, too. We like wanted to create something that we both liked, and yeah. so we were like, "What do you think of this?" Like every step of the way, yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. a really nice process that I'd never experienced before. Yeah. So in short, it was amazing. Well, you you made, watch you my made... video, guys. Oh yeah, watch the video. <laughs> you made your work as well. We can yeah, we can show some oh, of our work. Oh, this yes. is mine. Do you know how to do stuff? Like... I don't know yet. <laughs> we can really just yeah. put it on the screen. <laughs> um, what else? What else? I have a question. So. From you? Yeah. Okay. Bro, this is a, a Q&A. No, it's just... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> just say itch bonset. Yeah, yeah. I can write it in. Um, <laughs> so you, you're an illustrator. Yeah. But then you also have to take photos. Yeah. And now you moved into video. Like, how how do you approach that? Your, your videos are really good. Thanks. I, I like... I can tell that you put a lot of time into it. I do. Yeah. It takes a really long time. The little details of like oh animating God, you know, things. Even and just yeah, the yeah. text is like, it's a font, but then I put a stroke and a blur. So it kind of yeah, looks yeah. like it's projected. What, what do you use to edit your Just video? Final Cut Pro. I'm a noob. I know. I'm sorry. Ugh, I, I feel like I should <laughs> use Premiere, but I honestly like just know I've been using it for so yeah, long. Yeah. Mm. I think that I'm most concerned with storytelling yeah. in general, visual storytelling. Yeah. So I want to know how to do it it's not that yeah. hard well like your videos have evolved I saw your one of your latest ones where like you had sequences of opening like a laundry and like yeah. you set all that up like you, yeah. don't, you don't just film that mm. like a newbie wouldn't no. just do that you so there's, think so, about it and... yeah so my vlogs are like partly thinking about shots and, and really beautiful 
devices to tell people a story yeah. and also really raw footage because yeah. I think it's like a nice way to balance like people can be people feel it's real which it is and but then there's that aesthetic element yeah yeah how, how did you pick up, I mean like... it really helps having Rocket as like a boyfriend so yeah. like everything that he knows I learn yeah. so when he was working as a bike mechanic I now I know a bit of the bike <laughs> and I got my own bike and now I know the best brands of bikes and like when right. he started with photography <clears throat> now I know like photography turns yeah, yeah. and I know what things mean and I know what to adjust I to make it better I bike mechanic Right. Well, I guess we'll talk he about was. it when bicycles. he's on here. Yeah, bicycles. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then... Um, well, we're going to have Rocket on yeah, it soon. So, so. Yeah. Yeah, just learn as you go. I guess, like, I'm not as inquisitive as him, so he kind of breaks the ice for me yeah. a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah, if yeah. I have a question, he'll know because yeah. he's already delved deep. Yeah, yeah. But also just workarounds. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to use my camera correctly. I just, like, do it and then change this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you see a mistake, you'll change it. Yeah. 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 It's like, yeah. It's crazy um, how we have to do so many things to get yeah. like just to become an illustrator. You need to learn photography. Of and all that. Well, you don't need to, but it's like there are illustrators that survive without it. But I just am so obsessed with storytelling yeah. that like I need to be able to tell my story accurately on every yeah, yeah. medium. It leads to another question. Yeah. Um, nice segue. <laughs> hey V Syed asks, does being interested in design help make the bond between you and Rocket stronger? The bond. Well, we, that's how we got together. Right. So like we met in in year 11 in our so our high school was like this two junior high schools from year 7 to 10 and then yeah, one yeah. senior high school from 11 and 12 for mm. 11 and 12 and so we were in the same visual design class and we were doing a color wheel and i was like who's that boy over there and then and then we were doing color wheel and he's like miss i don't have any more blue green paint i was like you can use some of mine and he's like okay and then two days later we went to the zoo and then we were dating oh fast yes i like to fast. work efficiently no i'm just kidding um <laughs> but oh yeah so i think like it does help because we can talk oh, about each yeah. other's work like yeah. i'm interested in photography like i'm interested in art as a whole yeah, yeah. so i'm interested in talking about like how we can like progress both of our careers mm, like yeah. what kind of work is he making what kind of work i'm making yeah. it would be really hard to be with someone that isn't interested in something that to me is such a big part of my life because yeah. i'm such a like i'm so obsessed with working and like creating yeah that if someone really wasn't interested it'd be hard to be with them i guess yeah I think for me, well, this is not part of the question. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No. Like, having having Lucy around has been good because, like, she's not part of this. But she goes with you for the process, right? Well, sometimes, not not really, but, like, the final product, I can always check with her. Like, what do you think of this? So it's always, like, getting that second opinion of, like... How she adjudicates a lot of our decisions on both yeah. actually then I guess like an interest in creativity doesn't matter what it is it's like a willingness to be interested in what the person's yes. interested yeah. in yeah. although I don't do that well with Rocket I do it for yeah. design <laughs> photography sure yeah. as soon as he starts talking about motorbikes I'm like uh. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> I like die I'm like oh I don't want to listen to this and if I have PMS okay TMI when I have PMS I can't stand like I'm very impatient and I get yeah, yeah. I, my fuse is so short once he was talking slowly and I was like I, get, I was almost crying I didn't say anything but I was like almost crying because I was like please just talk faster how slow was he talking he was like so I was thinking like this and this and I was just like because <laughs> my I feel like you know when I'm um, over the head with the squirrel has caffeine yeah. and everything so so I feel like that's my everyday yeah. I'm just like chill like walking through and everyone's like yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, ah, ah. Um, Varian asks, "What would you bring with you if you could visit the moon?" Oh, I don't want to go there. <laughs> I'm not going there. I'm not going to space. 
I would never go. Your book's about space. I don't want to go there. Okay. I don't want to die. I'm scared. Okay. If I had to go to the moon... I don't want to be the first person to go there. No. And I'm never going to Mars if they're taking us there. I'm not going. So what are you going to do? You're just going to stay on Earth? Yep. What if Earth explodes? Bye. (laughs) Everyone. I don't want to because... Okay, if Earth is going to explode for sure, I'll go to Mars. But I'm not going to Mars for fun. It'd be so boring. But hypothetically, what would you bring with you? Quick, rocket. Think. <laughs> He's so resourceful. Okay. Rocket? One. Yeah. Okay. Just one thing? Just rocket? Oh, there's more things I don't know. Just like, let's say three oh, things. Oh, okay. I'd um, bring rocket, safety gear, and a ro- an extra rocket ship Oxygen. so I can go home. You're not going to bring like a paintbrush? No, or, like, I need to leave. Supplies? Okay, maybe a camera. Okay, a camera. Okay. Maybe my phone so I can be like, hey. Selfie. Time to leave. Yeah. It's I like an eight-year trip. Uh, macaroon noon. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Yeah. Um, did you go to art uni? And if so, would you recommend it? Was it worth it? I didn't go to art school, but I went to uni to study art. Yeah. Um, it depends on the person. Like, are you motivated on your own? Yeah. Do you need an institutional setting to help you learn? Yeah. Mm. I think if you're like on... personally, I don't think it really contributed to my career. Mm. Like, no one's ever asked me for my degree. Yeah. yeah. The best thing that it gave me was like critical art history and design thinking skills just like assessing work and trying to think about where it comes from but really like the work I learned there was not great and like I didn't meet many people that I really resonated with it was just like two it's it's the same in our industry but I'm guessing some industries will be like oh if you're a doctor you should definitely get a degree (laughs) but if you want to be creative the best way to learn is to actually be in the industry like I learned so much in my internships like even if you're studying like I think you should definitely first of all be making work outside of university to find your own voice and also be interning yep yep or working whatever but like I mean like finding a way to educate yourself outside of the institutional setting I find going to uni helped me with like presentation skills because architecture is all about presentation and like speaking in public we have to present our designs every week and so i was like really scared to present back in the day nervous to just even step up and talk to your class yeah so now like i feel like i'm so much better at it and like i don't mind talking in front of a lot of people yeah i think Um, that's that's like it's the things you don't this is the thing the non-creative skills yeah like the business skills and the personable skills and stuff and another thing is like you have to think about what you want to be doing if you want to do ceramics it's yeah. probably worthwhile to go to uni so you have a kiln which is yes. like so expensive yeah, yeah, yeah. you have the space a studio space and you have the clay and yeah. like the expertise but if you want to do something like watercolor or like illustration you can learn techniques yourself yeah. mm-hmm. you just have to be really motivated sometimes it's really hard to be motivated by yourself yeah yeah, yeah. and architecture taught me how to think I yeah think. how to I feel like you still world. need to like, yeah. go to uni for architecture. Yeah, of course. For I'm, architecture, I'm that's like the doctor like, of design. Me, yeah, yeah. It helps me think about photography in a different way. Like yeah. going, doing architecture school. I yeah. Think so. um, I don't think you need to go to art school to be an artist if that's what they're asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two uh, more, uh, two more. All right. <laughs> well, someone goes, why are you so cute? <laughs> Can't help it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, There's uh-huh. a lot about your, how did you get your username? Oh, yeah. oh, that's I've not a good this. story. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Basically, I was in high school and oh, I need. Who, who I asked this? Oh yeah, this is a few. Mn shops mo. Okay, okay. Basically, like I was in high school and as I said, I wanted to start a Tumblr blog and I just needed a name. Yeah. And I was just like, I like the word Peach. It's cute. And then I was like, Fairy Little Peach. And Similar it just to stuck. like five to nine, we had to start, so it was like whatever. Yeah, but that's it has a concept. Mine's just like a bunch <laughs> of words stuck together. But luckily, Were you staring at a peach. 
No, I just like, like a lot peaches? of the. I like eating peaches. I don't like peach flavor, <laughs> okay. like fake peach flavor. Um, um, but it's more just like I'm happy that it like represents my work now, and it's not just like some weird, embarrassing. Do you yeah. think that you would be where you are today if you just used Sean Dantes instead of Rare Peach? As in, like, I'm it's not... definitely eye catching. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like my name doesn't look like a name. Yeah. So it just be like one of these random, like random letters, and it allows people to be like, "Fairly Peach, what is that?" And yeah. they click on it. Right. I think in that way, but you, I don't think. How it's... do you rank on Google? Like, does anything else come up? No. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I think I'm the first that comes up because no, who else is called that? I haven't Googled. <laughs> so sure. yeah, I feel like well, Fairly Little Peach. I think no one else would be called Fairly Little yeah. Peach. Yeah. So Fairly Peach is like an online moniker, but still for professional work, I yeah. still use Sean Dothys. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for my books and stuff. Jell Carr asks, what is your biggest achievement? I don't know. I feel like my life is just a series of things that I've done. Right. But the book is definitely something that oh, was okay. legitimizing as yes. an illustrator. Okay. Because it's like a publisher was like, Let's, I want to back you. Mm-hmm. And then bookstores actually have my book. It's not like it's, it's it, it exists online in my own little bubble. It's yep. outside the bubble now. Yep. And so it was, for me, it was like, there was a lot of insecurities I had. And like, I thought it was going to be like, wow, I'm a real illustrator. But it's just like... That's cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm very proud of myself for doing it. Did making YouTube videos come naturally to you? What prompted you to start? By a uh, question from Rosie Liz. Yeah, I just really like storytelling. And also, like, I mentioned that I had to do it for Tumblr. Yeah. Yep. So that's why I started. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but I started YouTubing. I saw I saw a girl, like, moving into her dorm. And I was like, that's boring, but I like it. Like, maybe <laughs> if, people, if I like her boring shit, maybe people will like my boring shit. There's a lot yeah. of random boring stuff, but, like, you end up just watching it like, hey. Yeah, yeah you yeah, resonate yeah. with certain stuff. Yeah. Like, it's someone else's life, so to you it's not boring. Because you, you don't experience it. Have you seen this old... You watch a lot of weird the things. The mochi thing? No, there's the oh. old... There's the old uh, it's an old video, but like an old dude, he's eating watermelon with his clone. And he basically... His clone? It's, oh, it's him. It's him, it's him oh. but he, he splits it in half so and he's like this. Oh, There's also it. this old guy recently, because I like watching mukbangs because it makes me hungry. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why, but basically this old man, he had like not that many videos. He was eating mochi, but yeah. he was so wholesome that he just exploded on the internet. Like yeah, he has yeah. like te- hundreds of thousands of subs yeah. now. Maybe this, we can end it on this one. Okay. Um, Rachel K46... Nine asks, what do you think are the most important characteristics for an artist slash illustrator? I think resilience, mm-hmm. um, exactly shamelessness, because yeah, yeah. I think you need to sometimes put aside what other people think to achieve your vision, like as, in terms of people saying that you're not, you yeah. can't do it. Mm. It has to be your voice. Like, yeah. yeah. No one else I is. think um, creative thinking is something that people don't talk about a lot. It's like how to solve creative problems. Yes. Yeah. But you can learn that. Everything that you have to be creative, you can learn, yeah. I think. You just have to have the drive and the inkling to do it. I think, yeah. like, also vision and idea as well. Yeah, like how but do you that separate... doesn't come naturally yes, yes. always. How do you separate yourself from other people? Like, as a photographer, it's really hard yeah. to separate yourself from other people. But the so way like, you do, do you... that is just try and be as genuinely you as possible. Yeah. Because there's no other person like you. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, the, everyone trying to be different and looking outside of themselves to try and be different is, like, doing it wrong, I mm. think. How, how do you build taste in... Taste is, taste is, I feel... It's an important thing. I that always... might be natural. Like, it, it's natural, but you can build upon it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I have really good taste in design, but I'm not a great designer. Yep. Yeah. And I think I know what I like, so it allows me to... Like, taste really helps you steer yourself in a direction, like a strong direction. Yeah. It's like you need a, to be confident in it too. Like... Yeah. It's like a rudder. Yeah. You have control over your career. End card, go. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Sean, for being in our yeah, podcast. That's okay. So Anything, if you want to find your work, where, where can we find um, you? Just and... Google for a little peach. You can find me all over the internet. Cool. 
Any I have nothing easy. to plug. Nothing to plug. <laughs> <laughs> Just find me on the internet, please. I'm on YouTube and also Instagram. There's, you can find me there the most. For a little peach. Oh yeah, for a little peach. Yeah. <laughs> we got you. Thank right you. Um, <laughs> yeah, guys. So thank you for watching or listening to this podcast. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you guys like, comment, like, and subscribe, comment, and subscribe. If you're listening to the podcast, follow us on Spotify or give us a rating on iTunes. Yeah. And... Oh, can I say one more thing? Yes. Okay. If you're coming from like my channel or my Instagram, thank <laughs> you for coming and listening to the end. Woo! Yeah! Yeah! That's a wrap, boys! <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Do you think it was good? Yeah, it's good. Awesome. Yay! Yeah, How long did we talk for? <laughs>